Welcome to Strip Mall Think Tank, where amateurs solve stupid problems. Here's your hosts, Jeff Cesario and Jake Johansson. Welcome to Strip Mall Think Tank. It's me, Jeff, and of course, my incredible co-host, Jake Johansson. And our guest today, amazing comedian and a great guy. Uh, welcome, Brian Regan. Brian, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Good. I hope you're uh, I hope you're loaded. We generally come to this <laughs> with, as you know, uh, uh, strip mall think tank. We solve the small problems, right, Jake? I don't know if we solve them. And I don't I I, I mean, the small ones are big to me. So I, I didn't uh, I didn't expect that much hesitancy in the I answer, know, but I, there I, it is. I, Look, I got to get back to yes and. Yes, that's exactly what we do, right. Jeff. Right, exactly. So uh, <clears throat> I got a good one, and it happened on my trip, dropping my kid off at school today. And Jake, I know you went to the doctor, uh, so you're probably you're probably stacked to the ceiling with things. But uh, Brian, as our guest, Holy look cow. at that. I'm ready. I feel like oh my god. I, I feel like Brian should go first, man. You've been you've had a. It looks like you've got a buildup. Yeah, that's I'm impressive. I'm ready with problems and things that bother me. Excellent. Let's start then uh, with Brian Regan. Brian, what what is irritating you that maybe Jake and I can help? Well, uh, I don't know if you guys can help, but I, I I send my clothes sometimes to the dry cleaner. I don't like creases in any of my pants. I don't want creases in my jeans. I don't want them in my shorts. I don't want them in any pants. So when I drop the clothes off at the dry cleaner, I say to the person, listen, last time you put creases in these pants. And remember, I told you last time I don't want creases. And they said, oh, yes, sorry about that. We'll we'll write it. We'll put an extra note this time. So they they write a note down, and then I go pick up my dry cleaning, and there's creases in all of the pants. And yeah. I say to them, "Well, remember I told you about the creases and how I don't like them." And they said, "Yes. Well, we wrote we did write it down. We did write that down. So that's their answer to the problem <laughs> is that they wrote it down. So oh, so they showed you their work." Yes, yeah. <laughs> which is good. They did. The, they did like I'm doing to you. They went, look, we wrote it down right. <laughs> for them for them not to put creases on it. But do they farm out the uh, do they, you know, do they there's, farm there's, it out to a to a, a place out in the desert somewhere where they don't understand the notes? I don't I somehow what they write down never makes it to the people behind them. So. Wow. It's always funny, too, when they describe that as a there's nothing really we can do about it. You know, you tell me and I tell them. And unfortunately, I have no control over them. And we're just supposed to say, oh, well, that's fine. Correct. <laughs> so it's very frustrating. Um, I've been dealing with it with it for years. I mean, wow. like I joke about it. But when my when my pants come back, I'm not joking. I'm I'm usually angry. I'm, yeah. You know, now, I have, are there are. Are there uh, is this a a, a uh, family owned and uh, and a a uh, family that is connected to you? Do they own the dry cleaner or could you try another dry cleaner? Yeah, that was going to be my suggestion, too. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to I want you guys to know that I did think of that. And that's good. The answer to your question is it's every dry cleaner. It's wow. Every dry cleaner that I've ever gone to. If I send clothes down in a hotel, you know, you write the stuff on the little yeah. stuff, and then they put special notes. You know, sometimes they have special notes. So next to yeah. the, the pants under special notes, I'm doing everything properly. No <laughs> crease. That's my year. So that's my you're special playing by the rules. You're, you're really see, playing by the rules. Maybe they just see the word crease and then that's enough for them. <laughs> um, but this is another question I have, Brian. I, I mean, I do get this is a this is a this is a nice problem that you have because I I I really am limited in what I like to go to the dry cleaner with. But if you're taking jeans to the dry cleaner, can I just suggest a washing machine? 
They're really easy yeah. to use. And they don't automatically crease. No, they don't iron anything. Yeah, then no, the washing machine or the dryer. Very right. uh anti-crease. You might and have a you might have a solution. Crease is the worst crease. You would think that information would at least have drifted back into the nether regions of the dry cleaners. Never crease jeans. I mean most of the guy, most you of gotta the go back to like Doug Henning to find crease jeans. <laughs> well, I, my manager when I first came to LA, he buddy more he he liked crease jeans. He was a crease jeans guy. But I feel like as with him, most of the guys who like that are now they left. They're not on earth anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's just going to take some time for this memo to yeah. reach the, you know what? A lot part. of them got fed up with decreasing. That's why and the uh, weird thing is, they've had it with this planet. Yeah. <laughs> the weird thing is, is this, this, you're actually trying to take work off of their plate. You're trying yeah. to say, Look, you're doing a thing that's not necessary while you, while you're ironing my pants, you could actually be doing whatever it is you like to do. You could be smoking a Marlboro in the back of the dry cleaner yes. during the time that you would normally be creasing my jeans. Yes. You'd be out yeah. and doing yourself. Um, so it's one of my frustrating things. And um, I'm okay. Now, maybe because we don't often see the nether regions of the dry cleaner. Uh, oh. And, you know, maybe way back there, it's. Is it is it like a, a Pacific Rim sweatshop? Is it just horrible? And it's a a business of volume, and it's literally like kachink, bam, pants, kachink, bam, pants. So they don't have the time, uh, or they'll be punished if they break a flow. They've got to hit a thousand pair of pants a day. Is there anything possible? like that that could be going on that could be preventing them from reading the series now of notes that I'm guessing are on different color coded paper at this point as well that say don't crease I would respect them more if that column that says special instructions yeah. if 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 it said we don't take notes <laughs> yeah right. well I feel like sorry yeah. my my uh, internet froze there for a second but I think that to Jeff you're your interpretation with the back of the dry cleaners is like is the most optimistic interpretation of what the back of the dry Oh really? <laughs> because in my world, the back of the dry cleaners is just one guy with a can of Febreze and a box of hangers and plastic bags. And he just sprays the stink out of your pants and then cleans yeah. them up and puts a bag on them. And, and I will uh, say I'm this somewhat I forgot to stay up front, say up front that the crease that they put in there is like some kind of space age, you can't undo it. There's no, no, undoing. no. It's, no so, it's, a, it's so, it's so creased. I can't even think of a, a stronger word. Like I've gotten them and went, okay, now I've got a problem. And I, and I've laid them on the hotel bed and I've gotten water and I've put it yeah. like the creases yeah. tried to get, it's unget rid of As, as uh uh, one of my dad's uh, rest his soul uh, favorite phrases that we saw in a uh, auto wax commercial in the seventies. It's made of a space age polymer formula. <laughs> 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 There's no getting that crease out. It's not going to happen. <laughs> okay. You got to throw all your pants away and you got to get a <laughs> washing again. machine. That's there it is. <laughs> this is problem solved. Get new jeans with new creases and get a washing machine. Yeah. Yeah. Don't let anyone and, else touch your pants ever. All right. And, I like it. Yeah. I'm I'm for it. I like it. Start again. That's it. Yeah. Reboot. Uh, reboot. Reboot your pants. Repants. <laughs> Repants. I'm for it. Repants. Tell us about your doctor. Okay. I, I have a hunch this didn't go that well. Well, I knew it was not going to go well. So my, why did you know it was not going to go well? Well, first of all, I'm not a not I'm not a doctor guy. I I just feel like if I got if I don't feel good, I just wait a while see if it gets better. It usually gets better, you know. And is that I, a, like I, a religious thing, or is my that wife just is the opposite Iowa believes, thing? My wife is believes it, is the doctor. Was it too far to get to the doctor in Iowa that <laughs> you just developed? No, this no, habit? no, no. I well, I've lived in California for a long time, but. Uh, 
if there was a period where I didn't have any health insurance, so that's that's could be part yeah, of it. Do it. But I just feel like you you make an appointment, you go into the doctor, and then he tells you, yeah, it's a flu, it's going around, take some NyQuil. So I can just do that, save myself the trip. So that's that's what I usually do. But then <laughs> I got health insurance. I'm, I'm, you know, let's face it, we're all men of a certain age now, so it's good to have a doctor just in case some some something goes terribly wrong. So part of having a doctor is you go for your annual physical. So that's really the only time I ever see my doctor is to for an annual physical. Well, and, that's good. That's good. That like means you're in, in pretty good health. Yeah. And I like this doc, this guy, Dr. Nick. Um, he has a name from another country that's way more complicated than Nick. And so we just call him Dr. Oh, Nick. Okay. <laughs> but he's, he's, Dr. Nick is pretty great. Uh, but I know from experience, you know, just going in, even based on the recommendation, you know, he's pretty holistic and he's always, he, he'd rather recommend diet or exercise or some kind of nutrition solution than a drug. And so I like that about him. Well, it's, along, it's, it's less work for him if you do that. Well, but it aligns with my just, idea. You know, eat like, better. I don't really need him. <laughs> That's less it, testing. A yes, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, we just, I, it's basic. So I'm going in for a high five. Conversation. You tell him what you want, and he goes, uh, "Do you want me to agree with you? I'll be happy to agree." (laughs) No, the beauty of him, Brian, is he doesn't ask; he just agrees. (laughs) Nice. You know, he takes that extra step out of it. That's that's what makes him ideal for me. So one of the one of the things that uh, his patients know, and I've recommended this doctor. My wife and I recommended this doctor. Other people. So we've got a bunch of friends that are with him. But the problem with him is, once he gets in the room with you, he can't shut up. So my appointments for eleven in the morning. So he's always running late. My appointments for eleven in the morning. They're going to take uh, blood because they want to do that. Uh, you haven't eaten anything. Blood test to see if you got diabetes or something. Which I'm pretty sure I don't have diabetes. Uh, um, but oh. well, don't ask. I, what am I going in there? It's one of the few things that he does. Just gonna agree with you. (laughs) It's one of the few things he does. It's actually scientific. He's going to take my blood instead of just high fiving me. So, so I get there, and it's my appointment's at eleven. I get there at ten to eleven, and I know I'm kind of in for a wait. So I say, "Hey, can you uh, could you could you please draw my blood? So because I'm I'm starving, and I got brought a snack. Could you draw my blood so I can eat my snack? Then I can wait an hour and a half if I have to for this guy." And they go, oh, well, we can't draw your blood till we know exactly what test he's going to run, which sounds like bullshit. But I don't want to start the day with an argument. You know, yeah. just take the maximum amount of blood. What's the most blood he could want? Just take that and let me eat <laughs> yeah. this snack. That's so I'm already that's where my brain is already when I get there. And you uh, sense that that Dr. Nick might snap at some point if there's a little too much to do. Is that why with the blood you don't want to push him? Sounds I'm like you don't want to him. push Dr. I'm not Nick. talking to him. He's in the back having oh, yeah. some kind of yeah. one. It's, 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 it's the dry cleaner theory. He's in the back. Yeah, yeah. He's, in the back. he's in the back. To a, he's, he's doing something in the back with the, with the prior patient. So she says, well, I'll ask him. We got to know. We can't draw your blood until we know for sure. So I sit there. Now it's 1145. So it's 45 minutes past my appointment. And I, I go with the same woman and I say, hey, um, I need to use the can I use the restroom? She goes, yeah, it's right in there. She goes, just a minute. Let me give you the cup. So when you're in there, you can pee in the cup. And I say, well, okay. Remember when I asked you about drawing my blood? Could I do that now too? Cause I'm, I'm, I'm really hungry. And she goes, well, we still haven't heard. He hasn't answered my text. And I go text. You know, <laughs> I didn't say that, but that's what she said to me. Text. He hasn't like, she's yeah. texting a guy. She could just go back and say, how much blood do you want to take out of this dude? Why not tap him on the shoulder? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Sure. And he's in the back. So I, I'm thinking, well, maybe on my way to the toilet, I'll I'll pass him. But I don't. Ah. And I get in the toilet and the toilet uh, needs attention. That's how I would describe it. But I'm just standing up to do my thing. So I, I don't have to deal with it. But right. on my way out, I'm like, I'm going to go tell that lady in the front that the toilet needs attention. I'm trying to think of the most mellow way because she's already had it with me. I've asked for blood yeah. to be drawn a couple of times. So I'm on my way out. I don't know if this is, I don't know how you can help me, but this is just the whole story. I'm just going to lay it out. So I come out, I'm on my way out of the toilet. There's a guy going straight in. He's going right in after me. So I got to say, right, disclaimer, like I I didn't do what happened in there. That was not me. I'm going to go tell him it needs attention. He's like, ah, don't worry. You know, he's, he's just has to get. (laughs) So I tell her in the front toilet needs attention. She says, thank you. What about the blood? Still haven't heard. So now I don't get in there until 1215. They haven't taken my blood. I'm, I'm starving. I'm angry. 
I'm trying to think of like, how can I ask? The first thing I want to say to him is, uh, can you recommend another doctor? Yeah, <laughs> right. And so, and so, because, and then I get in there, I realize, well, that's, that's going to be, that's hostile and aggressive. I, I shouldn't say that. So, cause now I'm, now I'm in the room, now I'm in the room and it's an hour oh. and 15 minutes and I'm, and it's still waiting. Now I'm just waiting in another place and it takes him five minutes, finally comes in. He's a first, first seconds on stage for him are apology. He's comes in enter apologizing. So that's great. He's, he's like, sorry, we're running late. And I said, Oh, I asked to see if I could have my blood drawn. And he goes, yeah, we had we, a lot of our back office staff didn't show up. So he's, they're shorthanded there. And I say, listen, at my age, you know, I've got to, for me to hop to, to, to be at my optimal performance, I have to, I have to get the right amount of sleep. I have to keep an eye on my diet. I have to get the right amount of exercise. And I can't, I can't guarantee that I can even have a civil conversation with you right now. Cause I'm so emotional from lack of food right. <laughs> and, and just out of sorts. Cause I just, I'm just mad. And yeah. so it says, well, we'll get the nurse in here right now to take your blood. So she takes my blood and we're talking, I'm eating pistachios and beef jerky to try and get back to some kind of base level of civility with him. And, uh, and then the visit goes, okay. And he, he talks to me nice, nicely, but I, I just, do I have to change doctors? I, I really like this guy. The other problem is if you're sick, you can't go in and see him because he's already jammed to the walls. Yeah doing what I just described. That's his whole day. Every day he's late to see everybody except for the first patient. Cause he goes too long, talks to him too long. It's, it's, it's a problem. Um, but I, well, I got an idea and, yeah, and, and um, it starts with the fact that you're in there in the morning and he's already running an hour and a half late. Yeah. So I'm guessing he starts about 5. AM. So I you got to get the, a- you got to get the first appointment, demand the first appointment of the day. Right. Everybody, all his patients know that. uh, Well, then just just but you're doing once a year so you can schedule next year. Now you can schedule literally February 28th of 2025, 6 a.m. Dr. Nick, I'm freaking here and I want the pistachios and the beef jerky laid out for me. I, I regret that on my way out, I didn't schedule my next year's annual physical. That's, you have that, too many that, regrets with this guy. You regret that you should not regret opening up to that lady at the front office who may not even be a nurse of any sort. You well, I don't know. Be, be uh, strict with her. Here's one thing that I've learned, though. I, I, I've always tried the first appointment of the day thing. So let's say it's 8 a.m. You get there yep. at 745. You sign in, you're sitting there, it's 8.20, right? You're the first appointment of the day, 8.25, you're sitting there. And then you see a sports car pull in. <laughs> Just doing yeah. donuts. Doing a donuts. Parallel parking. And then you see a guy who looks awfully like your doctor getting out of the sports car and then walking into the back. <laughs> and then at 8.30, 8.45, they go, okay, the doctor's ready for you. And uh, I've been sitting here while he was hitting a snooze alarm. Right, right. So first appointment of the day may not work is what it you It doesn't say. always work. Yeah. All right. Well, well, half hour late is better than an hour and 15 minutes late. So, I mean, I feel like I'm winning there. Um, so you're bringing food uh, to your doctor because you don't know how long you'll be there. Yeah, That's- I was hoping. Well, I I knew. Look, I like, I'm not a intermittent fasting. I'm not one of these guys, you know, I don't know if you have any friends who are doing that thing where I don't eat until noon. I'm a guy, I get up and I want to eat something. That's well, how, sleep is enough of an intermittent, isn't it? That's how I feel. You go to bed 10, whatever, and it's 10 hours till you eat again. I have a, I have a solution, but it's not a solution that you can employ. It's a solution that the medical side of the tracks should employ. And that is, why do they guess at what they should check at check in the blood? You know, you're, you're giving them blood. Why does the doctor have to go, all right, we're going to check for this thing, this thing, this thing, and this thing. Why don't you check for everything? Why don't you take this little bit of blood and put it through the everything machine, check for everything, and let me know if I have any yeah. problems? 
problems. Yes, I agree with that. And also, or the night before, you know, you're, you know, I'm coming to see you the night before figure, figure out what you want to check and then put that information in. Cause I'd like to walk in and get my blood taken and then have a little snack. I can sit there. Look, I've got a phone. I can keep myself busy for an hour. Yeah. 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 There is amazing efficiency of the doctor's office and then incredible inefficiency because you mentioned something that is the height of inefficiency, which is you wait an hour and a half in the lobby with the gnarly lady who's already not liking you. And, and then you get in and there's the second waiting period. There's an intermission right after you get in. So there's really (laughs) two waiting periods. There's the lobby waiting period and then the room waiting period, which is, what is that? Well, it's, but then the efficiency before I forget, at least with my doctor, there's a dude who, who takes blood. Who's like, he gets that needle in you, Pam, there's vials coming in and out. I look down, he's got five vials of my blood in about 30 seconds. That's impressive. They need to talk to that guy uh, about the appointment book. That guy should be down at the sidewalk when you come in the building. (laughs) So I walk in the door with a handful of blood. Well, there's enough guys down on the sidewalks with needles that you don't want to confuse things. Yeah, I guess you're right. That could get confusing. (laughs) Well, is another thing that I've thought about, you know, where they I feel like they should check everything in the blood. And usually if there is some problem, they're going to send you through an MRI. Right. At some point, if there's an issue, they want to put you in an MRI. You know how you have to go through security to get on an airplane and you can put all your bags through. Why doesn't everyone that goes into the hospital just lie down? on an MRI thing. That's how you get into the hospital is you, you lay on your back and you go through this MRI and you get out on the other side and you get your bag and then you go, your MRI is already done. You've already had it done. So they're not even checking the bags. They're checking the humans is what you're saying. Humans. Well, or even, you know, the airport security, we got to stand up, put your hands up like you're getting held up at the airport. I mean, I'm on the TSA pre-check, so I don't have to do that most of the time now. But it seems like they could just give that cumulative data to the doctor. There's got to be some value that they're putting out. (laughs) Sure, do it all in one machine. Share the data. We're all worried that the AI is going to take over. But the TSA hasn't even figured out that I've got four million miles on American Airlines and I'm flying to Chicago for a gig that's on posted on the internet and they're still like well hey you beeped when you went through the thing it's like i'm going it's a gig i'm always going to a gig that's me i'm always going to a gig (laughs) yeah so all right so so i I am gonna say that uh that if the first appointment of the day doesn't work yeah and you want to stay with dr nick Mm -hmm. you got to get firm you got to get firm with that lady at the front you got to say, hey, I need my blood taken now or there's going to be an incident. This is the thing. So I'm going to give him a piece of my mind on the uh, uh, there's an app. Now, now that's what he takes the blood. And then what happens is I get my blood back tests on uh, on an app on the phone. Yeah. And that's what yeah. I'm supposed to do is look at the look at the results of the blood test. And he's going to write the comments in in the app. So that's how we're going to interact. So I'm going to go, hey, maybe next time. Could you just tell him how much blood you want? Or can you leave it anonymously? Again, our friend, the uh, internet, has come mm-hmm. up with ways here where, uh, uh, is there a Yelp for doctors or is it just Yelp? Yeah, you can. I think you can Yelp review anything that has an address. So Yeah, Yelp it with under some fake name and just blast him. Put him on blast. See if that yeah, works. But hi, I'm not Jake Johansson. Right, exactly. Uh, That's what I was thinking. And I'm not. I'm not the one who has an issue with this blood thing. Yeah, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. But but other people might be furious about it and want to have their <laughs> snack. <laughs> I like it. Another thing like I've it. had, and, and I've, I've done it in my my comedy shows is the clipboard thing. The clipboard thing at the doctor's office drives me up a wall. They hand you a clipboard. It's the, we're in the year 2024 and we're, we're writing with a pencil, all of our information at the doctor's office. They, they already have all this information and they go, well, a year later, we need you to fill it out again. You know, I got an idea. Maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe that's why there's a delay every day 
is they're shredding all the records from the day before. It's, <laughs> I tell them, I, I've gone in there and I say, you, you have all this information. I filled all of this out yeah. last year. It's in your computer. Why don't you cut and paste it? Why don't you cut it and paste it and just change the year to 2024? It's all the same. And they're like, well, that's not how that's not how we do it. We do it in a in a in an inefficient way that makes you furious. We don't do it in a way that makes you feel good about yourself and happy about yourself and content. We do it in a way that makes you furious. Yeah. Or listen, I understand that you don't like the way we're doing it. We don't like the way we're doing it, but this is the way we do it. <laughs> well, there's always the big uh, boogeyman in the back, which is <clears throat> insurance needs it done this way. Oh, well, this is this is another little t- detail from my trip yesterday. So I get there. I realize I'm at an age now where when I get there and they go, hey, do you have your insurance card? And I go, oh, I, for- I forgot. I'm there for my physical. This is the only time. I- what else do I have insurance for? I forgot my insurance card. And they don't even get mad at me. They're just like, of course, you know, <laughs> then when I come out, I say, hey, when I get home, do you need me to take a picture of my insurance card and email it back to you? They go, no, we called your wife and we have it now. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me add this. If you think it's frustrating doing all of that on the clipboard every time you go to the doctor, try doing that, all of that on the clipboard every time you go to the doctor as a left handed person, because now you got to take all those freaking forms, turn them 45 degrees, reclamp them, move them down so that you, that that entire apparatus at the top of the clipboard is not right on your writing hand. Is that, it's like a brick here, print all your form, but we're putting a brick right where your hand will be. And, and uh, it takes even longer. So (laughs) consider yourself lucky, Brian. That I'm right-handed. Wow. Fortunate. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So, so yeah, either change doctors or, uh, or, or, or jam the clipboard somewhere. That's, that's, I think that's all you can do, Jake. Okay. All right. Thank you. I'm going, I got, I got it. This infuriated me. Brian's got <laughs> so many though. So please, can you just. Oh yeah. No, this will be quick. This will be very quick. And oh. I know Brian's loaded too. No, no, no. Go ahead. We got to um, balance it out. We, we, uh, uh, on the way to school today, I clear all the, you know, you know, if you've ever done this, dropping your kids off at school, yet you develop a route that works that, you know, is within the three minute frame that will get her there before she's late. So I'm doing the route and I get on Coldwater Canyon and I'm headed north. I got to drop her off in the valley. I'm going over the valley. This is the longest stretch of the trip, probably 18 minutes. And right, right, it's wide open. Cold water is wide open. And a Prius gets in front of me and goes 24 miles an hour the entire freaking trip. And my kids are in the car, so I don't want to, you know, do what I would do if I were alone, which is hit the horn, go around them flip them off, cause an incident, possibly get shot. That's what I would do, <laughs> but I don't want to do that. So I have, so I have to for a better pitch. solution than getting shot. Yeah. I'm hoping, I'm hoping you guys can help. me. <laughs> <laughs> well, the great news is you've got a young man's mentality that hit the horn, flip them off, pass them and almost get <laughs> yeah. shot. That's the Just thing that guys in their is 20s there's something with the Prius that, that lulls people to to into a nap like state because it happens consistently with this automobile and their drivers and i managed to hold it together it, we get on the other side we're coming down Coldwater, and my daughter says boy this guy's a bit of a slug <laughs> so now i know we're going really slow if she's upset <laughs> if she's mm-hmm. catching on so what can I do or is there something Toyota can do to help with Prius drivers? Hmm. Cuz it's almost universally Prius drivers. Well, <laughs> would you be reacting the same if it was like a pickup truck full of jacked guys who were on their way to a roofing job? Yes, absolutely. Because I feel like this uh I, I don't know. 
<laughs> I got. I got the word Prius seven times in your explanation. So I did. I'm, I'm I'm not sure that the Prius isn't the problem here. The Prius may be the problem, but it's your mindset around the Prius. That's what. That's what. I, that's what I was trying to maybe get. But at. see, yeah, it could be. But I, I I think we should at least, uh, as a nod to me, start with the Prius or the Prius yeah, drivers. Okay. Then right. we can dive into my freaking psyche. Can I just back point. up? But, and blame me for the fact that every Prius driver I've ever been behind goes 23 and is looking around like they just got here on the planet. Even if we discontinue the Prius as a, as a vehicle, um, these people are just going to be in another vehicle. But so. I believe that vehicle may stimulate them enough where they will at least go the speed limit. Well, I've often I've often thought it would be helpful if if there was some way that I could take over the control of the other person's accelerator at certain times. But I yeah. I, I don't think Elon Musk may be working on something like that. Well, I'm sure you've seen Bait Car, right? That show Bait Car, where they oh. try to catch people. It's a great show. They catch people who are stealing cars, <laughs> and they just have this car. It, it, it's like a fish, you know, like ready to put a hook in it, you know, like it's yeah. too obvious that this car is set up to be stolen. And then people get in to steal the car and they're controlled by the cops. The cops know how to shut yeah. the engine off and lock the car and, and do the whole thing. And they have cameras in there and they watch these, these guys reaction thinking they just stole a car and they're getting away. They're thrilled. And then all of a sudden, boom, all the, the doors lock. <laughs> And then, woo! I mean, they go from from elation to the the most horrible mindset in about two seconds. The only reason I'm bringing it up is there are ways to control other people's car. Yeah. So maybe if you could yeah. get some type of device, a Prius controller. You I know, like I like it. It's on your dashboard, and like you just hit a button and go. I'm increasing that speed to the speed I want it to be going. <laughs> I just got it. I'm writing down bait car because that's how I'm spending yeah, the rest of my that day. That sounds fantastic. Do they <laughs> just gas him right in the car when the, when the doors lock and the tires deflate and do they oh, just send a little sleep gas in there? So they're just not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I, I have seen there's a, there's a channel on YouTube where they've got a package that they want to get stolen off of somebody's doorstep and when it's got cameras and then a glitter bomb fan thing and a fart <laughs> smell that goes off so they so they open the package and then the, you can hear them freak out and it's a mess and so this oh sounds God, that's great I, I love the idea of bait car so yes yeah, so you could automatically take over i was yeah. just going to back up another step uh, how old is your daughter right now 15 so she's almost this problem's going to be over pretty soon she can get a driver's license mm. no no. And she's going to be driving behind the problem. The yeah. problem so it exist. doesn't really solve the problem. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it solves the problem for you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It transfers but, the problem. All right. All right. Yeah. Here's, here's, uh, we'll move right <laughs> off it because I think I might have, here's, here's, here's the temporary solution until technology catches up to us. And we have that because that will be a big seller, Brian. The Brian Regan Prius controller, just slap <laughs> it right on the dash. And, <laughs> You're gone until that happens. How about a paint gun? And and you just hit them on the trunk with a blue uh, paintball. And then if you got ten paintballs, they can tow your car. The city can come and tow your fritting car. <laughs> I think I, I had thought about this with a, like a gun that shoots a tennis ball. You know, just to just to kind of oh, give yeah. the person. Yeah, you had the tennis ball for the pedestrians who were slow. But I maybe it problem- works for the cars too. I think the problem with both of these ideas is we're getting back to you, us getting shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And only being able to defend ourselves with a tennis ball gun. Yeah. Which is probably an- not ideal. <clears throat> I have another possible solution, but it doesn't eliminate the getting shot part. In fact, it increases the probability <laughs> of getting shot. Maybe it's worth it. But it's still a fun Pitch choice. It. <laughs> you need to drive a car that you don't care about that you're willing to smash into another car, <laughs> but you need signs all over your car that say, I don't care about my car. Right. So the people around you see your car with signs all over it, like arrows going, I don't care about this car, <laughs> meaning 
I'm very willing if I get angry enough yeah. at the next red light to smash it into your car. And you so. only need those. You only need the signs for the first few months. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I like it. I like them all. All right. My problem solved. I like it. Uh, Jake or Brian. Should we, Jake, should we, should we uh, be uh, gracious here and allow Brian? I, I want to hear another Brian problem if you, if we've yes. got time or maybe a lightning round, just kind of a couple. We, we have around. time. You've done we all this problem. work and <laughs> I have one. Okay, do we, we have time for me to? Oh yeah. Yes. I don't know why people can't lift a chair and move it instead of just pushing it <laughs> on the ground making this noise yeah <laughs> i'm having dinner with my girlfriend lisa in a place there's only a few people in there and the workers are setting up for they're moving tables and chairs and um they're not lifting the chairs and moving them. They're sliding them all over the restaurant. It's a concrete floor to that noise that I just did for about 20 minutes straight. And um, I, I'm like, I, I'm beside myself. I, I, I'm like, how isn't some manager going up to the kids doing it going? Yeah. Lift them. Why not lift them and yeah. move instead yeah. of sliding them and and annoying everyone in the restaurant? So I, I don't guess, know. Uh, this may have something more to do with the generation and age of the workers than it does with the technology of the chair slider or the floor or the wax epoxy that should be on the floor so they slide easier. It's There's a lot of technical it's things here. polymer that is on the floor. <laughs> exactly. Wow. <laughs> Great callback. <laughs> uh, but I think it may be attitude. Well, yeah, I think it's a lack of consideration. No, uh, it's, it's just we have no desire to use any muscle on our body that we don't really need to use. <laughs> so laziness. What's, yes. the lazy, what's the laziest way this task can be accomplished? I, I would wager. If, yeah. If you looked up, Brian, at that restaurant, which incidentally, 20 minutes, what is the NBA all-star game going to come and eat there? What's going on? Why do they need 20 minutes to set up eight tables? Anyway, I'm guessing at least 50% of those employees were pushing the chairs with their belly. <laughs> Just inching it in. That's yeah, um, you're, making I a guarantee. Lot of, you're making a lot of assumptions, Jeff. Um, <laughs> well, that's my job here on, on Strip Mall Think Tank. I, I feel like you your choices are first, you could just confront the people who are pushing the chairs, but that you know, that's not really your place. Or then you could go full Karen and ask to speak to the manager, or you could just start screaming, what the fuck, as loud as you can. Or I I feel like other people, I feel like other people may be a thing that you can scream because it's, I feel like a lot of these problems are like, hey, there's other people besides you. You're solving this problem in a way that works for you, but this is loud. You're in the business of selling food to me and and I, I'm paying to have an experience that you're ruining. Well, oh, you're getting an experience. <laughs> yeah, but it's not a good experience. I can't wait to go, but no one's describing that as like, I take you to this great restaurant. Um, Let me get this straight, Jake. It's a bit of a tangent, but you're willing to sit at Dr. Nick for like two and a half hours, but uh, you're going to, in yeah. four seconds, you're going to go up and bother some 18 year old <laughs> and tell him, here's how you push a chair. God damn it. You pick it up and shove it in. Is that what you're well, going to do? Gonna, I'm not going to curse like that. And I don't think it's going to be an 18 year old. I think that this person is going to be someone who's older than that. And this ah, is this now is who's job. making assumptions. Well, <laughs> Yeah, you got to make us look. I feel like we're in the assumption business, fellas. I don't know. <laughs> this is uh, this whole podcast should be called Assumptions. Yeah, Assumption Central. <laughs> All right. So, so some form of confrontation 
And I'm just going to say, I don't think we should back off from confrontation as a society if we learn how to deal with confrontation in a healthy manner. And the healthy manner would be probably the manager. You go to the manager or my recommendation, Brian, you tell Lisa to go to the manager. (laughs) Right. Let her deal with the confrontation. Which also the the paintball gun. (laughs) You go whack that kid. At least at least we're not getting shot now. (laughs) So the solution we're finding is we need to shoot others. We need to shoot other people before they shoot us. Or get someone else to do the shooting for you. So when the retaliation Wow. That is I feel like this is all highly Italian. all, all these problems are about feedback. Like how, how do you feedback to the person that uh, your expectations are not being met right now? Yeah. Like that's true. And, and, and to get real, a lot of it is me not having the assertive ability to, you know, I should get up and go say something to the person yeah. pushing the chairs or to the manager or something, Instead, I internalize it and uh, and go, I'm, I'm just going to be angry inside and take it out on somebody who doesn't deserve this. Sure. And, and you know, just 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 ram a Prius on the way home. <laughs> well, would I, I go right to fear and all. And, and Jake, you did that earlier at the doctor. You even said you said I didn't actually say that to her. But that's what I thought. No, Without, all, I, all I said was, can you please take my blood? And then when she gave me the urine cup, I was like, remember when I asked if you could take my blood? Can I'm asking again now because I'm really hungry or I, and I and I need to. Anyway, it, the problem is, is people are not we're not having effective communications. I think that that's really the real problem. You I like wanna, the phrase you used, which is, uh, you know, excuse me, uh, but my needs are not being met right now. I like that. Yeah, I think that's a good way to start and enough of a way to throw off someone where they won't actually know if you're complaining or not, because it's kind of erudite. You go, well, that was kind of nice what this person said. Yeah, there's a point in there. Well, I know from talk about me. (laughs) I think the old days are the days are gone where my dad uh, is from a time. And I remember when I was a kid. We were at this hotel where uh, the the pool had moss on the bottom and the, you know, the food that you could get included with your room. It was like dinners included. You could get liver and onions. My dad goes to the front desk and says he wants his money back and we're going to leave and they don't want to give him his money back. And and my dad, six, four, two, fifty, two hundred fifty pounds. He's a big dude. And he goes, hey, listen, so you can either give me my money back right now or I'm going to make a scene. And everybody in this place is going to know that I'm dissatisfied and I'm angry and you're going to have to deal with that. So mm-hmm. do you, do you want to do, do you want to do that or do you want to do this? And uh, that was effective at that time. But I, you can, I don't think you can threaten people that way nowadays. Like you can't. I think you go, might be able to, especially with social my, media, with social you, media, you, you get all you got to do. And in that situation, well, first of all, I think what we've learned here is that we all, need to grow to about six, five to 50. And if we can do that, I think a lot of our problems go away. I no, listen, I'm in the lobby and I'm saying, either you take my blood right now, or I'm taking this mask off and I'm going to start asking everybody in the waiting room questions. Um, I'm going to eat my snack. Someone in that waiting room is going to videotape me doing that. And yes, and pretty soon I'm the jerk. No, no, right away. You turn it around, you say, we had to wait so long at this doctor's office that I had to share my pistachios with the other clients or they were going to pass out. And then you drop that on social media and see what happens. Either you take our blood or we're all eating pistachios right now. (laughs) That's it. Might work. (laughs) So, All right, lightning round. Wait, years Uh, ago, I I read a book. A thin book. I don't know why. <laughs> well, I, apparently, I I've never. Yeah, I've years ago. Years ago, I read a thin book. What a qualifier! <laughs> I read a book. Well, because you guys wouldn't believe that I read a book, um, and it was about it was about assertiveness. 
And in there, they said that if you are going to complain about something, you should tell you should say what the solution is. You should say the solution that you want. You don't just complain and then right. leave it to them to say, well, how about this or that? You say, I'm upset about this and here's what I want as a result. So I had read that. I was staying in a hotel for like three days. They were doing construction upstairs, like started like it. It seemed like seven o'clock in the morning with, you know, ah, loud noises and, you know, drills hitting the, the the ceiling above. And I'm like, this is like ridiculous. Been dealing with this for three days. I'm going to complain and I'm going to ask for a free breakfast. <laughs> that was, <laughs> so, was going to make make it all right. I don't know. I don't know. So I'm like, I'm going to ask for a free breakfast. I, so I call. I called the front desk and I said, listen, been staying in this room <laughs> for three days. You guys have been doing construction upstairs. Nobody warned me about this. And then right when I said that they started the construction upstairs, like right in the middle of the call, like this machine went. And then they started dropping drills and stuff. <laughs> the guy heard it. And he's like, oh my gosh, you've been dealing with that for three days. And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, we're comping your entire stay. And I'm like, no, you're giving me free breakfast. <laughs> no, you didn't do that. No, I didn't do that. But you uh, didn't do that. I didn't you should do that. Free breakfast on top of that. You comp my stay and free breakfast. I should have thrown the free breakfast on top. And yeah, I want just... retroactive breakfast for the three breakfasts yeah. I haven't eaten. I should have had a free breakfast yesterday and the day before that. Imagine if the construction hadn't kicked in and then you go and uh, three days of this. So I want you <laughs> to kick with a free breakfast because the guy's got The person at the desk is thinking, oh, I I'm the sucker who has to get stuck with the guy under the construction. Now I got to try to negotiate it. Oh, free. Yeah, we can do that. We can do that. Come down, have all the have all the food you want. Was, we're we're going to put a plaque on a booth just for you. Goodbye. <laughs> that's such an easy solution. Well, I, that's part of my assertiveness problem is that even in my fantasies, I don't ask for enough. Well, well you need the assertiveness book. That's this. I, I need that. Yeah, I should have read this one. No, no. The no, one no. page solution. No, you gotta gotta read that one. You gotta read that one. <laughs> All right, we got like uh, two, three minutes left. Jake, you got okay. a last. What? What? You, we got two or three minutes left. Oh. You got a last. Why wow, you don't have to leave? I just thought no, maybe I just was gonna, was looking to see. I should get oh, up. You gotta, yeah, I gotta. Yeah, I gotta go. I don't. I don't know if I have a. I. I, I guess my biggest uh, my biggest uh, grateful thing is. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. We have a thing, Brian, where we uh, uh, what do we call it? tip of the cap, which is we complain about so much stuff that uh, when something goes right, uh, we, we figure we should. Yeah. We should tip, well, tip of the cap to whoever got Brian Regan for today's episode, because I thought it was just going to be you. you and I because I'm super yeah. lazy and I wasn't. It's me trying to and I have a cap. And yeah. so I will tip it. Well, I appreciate you guys having me on. <laughs> what a blast. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, tip of the cap to, uh, uh, let me go with this. The, uh, the folks who developed the can that pops open, you know, like a can, and it used to be, it's sort of soda technology, but the whole lid comes off, you know? And I, I like that. It's you like a can whole, of olives or so. So now it's a now it's a. So you don't have to get out an opener. Uh huh. You just pop the lid with a thing and rip off the top, and now the can's open. Like That's a Pringles brilliant. can, you mean? You'd like you'd yes. yes, but sometimes it'll be a can of chili or beans or uh, yeah. Now it's virtually anything. If they can get that to motor oil, you're home. Like any of us are putting our own freaking motor oil in the car, or like a bar like a barrel of oil. You know, you know how when you get a barrel of oil, now you can just pull that whole thing off and the oil is right there, you know, easy to get to. Uh, and I, and I, I think if it still made that noise, we would do it. <laughs> we would be happy with it. I have a, a, a thing I would tip my hat to parking garages now. You know, drive into a parking garage, you're going to be looking for a long time for a spot. And now they've got the red light, green light thing. Yeah. 
You can see there's 40 red lights over there. You see a green light over there. You drive straight to the green light. That means it's an open spot. That's an improvement that has happened in my lifetime. And I, and I'm appreciative of that. That's uh, that is also a hidden frustration. Yes. Because because if you look down that aisle and it's all red, don't wait for the person to pull out, keep go down to the, keep going. Don't stop and wait for them. There's 10 of us and you're waiting for this one person. If you just drove 10 feet down, there's a spot. That's the, again, see so much anger, so much anger. I cannot believe I agree so wholeheartedly with Jake Johansson. Go, just go. I'm withdrawing, even if there I'm might be a just go. I'm withdrawing that that's a good thing that I saw. <laughs> no, it's great. It's great. What I'm saying is it's being misused by a lot of people. Of course, we all know we're the good ones. Yes. Right. If we were all in there, we'd all be doing it properly. That's it's correct. And there would be no hazards. Except for well, what this should really be is an online class that people buy a subscription to and we tell them how to behave. Yeah, I, I, I like that. Believe me, I think that would be something that would be very valuable. Are you suggesting monetizing this somehow? <laughs> <laughs> That's impressive. Thank you so much, Brian Regan, for joining us on Strip Mall Think Tank. Uh, we had a blast and we hope you had fun, too. I did. Thank you guys very much. I learned a lot. And um, <laughs> I think you learned never go on the road with Jake or Jeff. <laughs> yeah. No, or agree is- to things at whatever time of day you agreed to do this. It's <laughs> <laughs> like the, uh, doing the, first thing, the first one of the morning, you know, I figured it would be on time. <laughs> yeah. We were. This we podcast were on time. was on time, so I'm happy about that. <clears throat> All right, guys, we'll see you next week. All right. Had a good time. See you guys. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Brian. Bye. <laughs>